Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, we're talking technology today. I know you are a, a, a techie kind of guy, I think, right? I, I, I dabble. I dabble. You, you dabble, right? Yeah, I, I, know, I know you like some techie stuff. So I know there, this, this group has been running for a couple, almost a couple of years now, I know. And I think it's important to, you know, to highlight some of the stuff that they're doing and talk about why this group is formed. And it's the tech team. Chris, are you part of the tech team? That's technology for, for, for you, technology team. Oh yeah, well, you, you you're a fancy wordsmith there. I don't think yes. I would have made the jump from tech to technology if you hadn't That's spelled right. that out for me. So I appreciate that, Greg. No, I'm not on the tech team. No, sadly, no. Well, I know they're doing a lot of good work, and I think we should highlight some of that work. So we have two of the members of that team on the podcast today. One is a I, I'm not, would you say legend at this point? I mean, he's been on so many times uh, talking about comms, talking about um, you know all the all the stuff that's happening around comms and. And uh, that's Jeff Anderson. So welcome back to Field Days, Jeff. We appreciate you coming on again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. And we also have Julie Hampon, who who is the administrator in the the, the contract area. And uh, this is her first time on. So uh, welcome to Field Days, Julie. We appreciate you coming on. Morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So why don't you guys just quickly just give everybody um, a, a brief little bio of yourself and talk about you know kind of what you do for the department. Um, well, I'm Julie Hamp. I've worked for the Department of Corrections for 33 years. I'm currently the administrator for the Procurement Monitoring Compliance Division. That's a long title for basically uh, the contract and audit team uh, for the department. So you can imagine any idea that the department has to buy something starts with our team and it goes through the uh, purchasing process into contract development and then um, audit and management of those contracts. And I'm Jeff Anderson. I'm the administrator for research and planning. I've been with the department since 87. So that's uh, we're up to 35 odd years now. I've uh, been in technology in the department forever. One of the pieces that uh, the, the Office of Research and Planning does or deals with is, uh, I, like I said, the IT stuff. Um, we're the big interface to DTMB in a lot of cases. I have groups that uh, do all kinds of information reporting and gathering out of the data system. We're the product producers of the statistical report and some number of the boilerplate reports that to get published to the legislature. We also have uh, are the people that deal with the security for the data systems. Um, we're also the people that are implementing comms to replace Omni and OMS. We've already replaced NextGen. Uh, we've added a food service module. We've replaced Trust. Uh, so comms is uh, doing well. Uh, we're also kicking off a project to replace uh, some of our more staff-oriented kind of applications. Some of that's buried in Omni. Some of that's standalone. So we're working on a, a project to do that. And then uh, I've got my ADS, the ADSS folks. Uh, they report to me also. And um, that's about it. That's about it, huh? That sounds like you have uh, very minimal things going on, Jeff. That's what, just, that's what it sounds a, like to me. So just a couple two. things, right? Yeah. <laughs> In addition to what we're going to talk about today. So so let's get into this. So um, the tech team, right? So what's the history of the tech team? How was it, how was it created? What, what was, what, what's the intent of your team? 
Um, we were created out of the strategic plan. Strategic objective 2.4 creates us effectively. Um, define a team and process for ongoing technology review that it will enhance staff and offender success. The target date of March of 2020. The key aspect being uh, a correctional lead, uh, being a correctional leader is ensuring that the department is continuing on the cutting edge of technology uh, that simplifies tasks, improves operations, and prepares offenders for long-term success. We need to uh, keep the technology change going and driven by the needs and input of staff, um, which is why the department uh, is going to create this team. And um, we're going to bring people from uh, other work areas in the department and identify emerging technologies and practices that will place Michigan at the forefront of correctional technology. So that's that's strategic objective 2.4. Our creation March of 2020 was the enactment of that strategic objective, and we've been uh, at it, uh, other than for COVID, for a couple months, uh, we've been at it uh, ever since. Well, and, and I think that's important what you said, because I think, you know, sometimes I think we we, we forget this, that, you know, the, the modernization of our systems needs to be an ongoing thing, right? Like, we've had Omni for, I don't know, 20-some years at this point, right? And I think... Yeah, Omni's an adult. Um... Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I think I've, I've heard it referred to as, like, it's the Atari, we're moving to the Xbox, right? Like, well, that's well kind yeah, of... I mean, there's that too. Um... <laughs> so I, I, I think this group and the strategic plan objective or goal is, is super important because we need to continually get better because as technology emerges and gets better, we need to recognize, find it, and implement it so that we can get better, right? So I think this team is, is very, very important. And... I guess, Julie, what, um, I, I, you know, it kind of talks about how it was started. What's the what's the goal of your group? Well, I, I mean, Jeff mentioned that, you know, one, not only do we want to identify new technology, but we want to take the time to study it, examine, and make a recommendation to the director if it's actually a good solution. So one of the key points that we don't want to do is keep uh, purchasing small Band-Aids to technology that don't have an overall comprehensive plan for the department. So one of the other key objectives of this group is to basically develop a roadmap of technology for the future for the department so that as we're approving new projects going forward, they all are going to fit into one comprehensive plan. And this came out of having multiple different types of tablets, for example, that are for the prisoner's use, None of them are the same brand or from the same company. They don't they don't interact with each other. They don't have any overall system connection to each other. So that's really kind of where we started thinking. It's like, how can we develop a plan for the department and really support all of the programs in the department when they are developing their own strategic plans, right? So how are these things all going to fit together and what's what's the future moving forward as far as technology? So we're trying to be very deliberate and thoughtful when we're looking at different pieces of technology. So I guess just to be clear for the, for the people who, who are listening and for me, honestly, so are we saying that this group finds the technology or does this group um, get recommendations from staff or how like it's our staff just waiting for this group to kind of figure out what technology is out there and then you guys implement it or how, how does how does the process work are, are you guys getting information from staff to say hey I, I heard of this um really cool thing and can you guys vet it out or are you guys coming up with that stuff how does the process work yeah that's a great question so it's a little bit of all of that 
Uh, when the team first came together, we sent out a survey in June of 2020 to all of uh, the Department of Corrections employees, asking that they tell us what their technology needs are or areas where they feel like they can't get their job done as well as they could because they don't have the technology available. So that was a, one starting point. Certainly during COVID, we really received technology requests through a, a hose, right? So, I mean, things were coming fast and furious to us. Most of those were coming from our deputy directors or directors, and they were asking us to examine different pieces of technology. We also have within our, our team a group we call seekers, and those seekers are, they have a, a very distinct process or requirement where they are going to various conferences they're looking at technology, emerging technology that's in the corrections market. They write up a report, they come back. We submit that to the director and say, hey, these are some cool things that our seekers found when they were at, at the conference and we'd like your approval to look at some of those. And then, so we get recommendations that way as well. So are there are there things that, um, and I know that the team's been around for, for a little while now, but and I I'm sure, I'm not sure how quick the process moves, but are there some pieces of technology or some ideas that staff may be aware of or, or may be using that have come through this system yet, or are some of these still in the pipeline? Yeah, so a couple of things that we've approved and are already out in the facilities are being used. Uh, certainly the thermal, scanners so the it's called the gorilla gadget and it's what they use to take some of the temperatures in the facility um, we've approved the children's tablets so those were for use in the the visiting rooms we've done some the electrostatic uh, disinfecting uh, yep. devices for the transport vehicles um, that was a cool one that uh, we looked into there there was uh, all kinds of possible applications for that but uh, we narrowed it down to the transport vehicles as a as a best choice for that Quality assurance for treatment program delivery. That was another one that uh, we set up um, that's being done kind of through a virtual presence. Basically, a, a, a laptop is set up for teams and that keeps the the interruption of the treatment program to a minimum so that uh, the folks that are making sure that uh, program fidelity is being met and the quality of the delivery is being met. They don't interrupt in the process, um, but they but they still can do their work and make sure that the, the quality is being assured. So that's one of the things. Read and Signs was another big one uh, that came about that just, uh, I think that just kicked off this month actually, where instead of uh, passing all the policies around by paper, we're using SOM LC to uh, do the Read and Signs uh, through basically assigned lessons. Mm -hmm. Some of the other cool ones that are either approved right now and waiting implementation is like this Honeywell Orbit scanner. This is a scanner that makes uh, scanning the prisoner ID cards and food service go faster. It's more efficient. We're looking at some different biometric devices, iris scanners and palm scanners, and there's been a lot of different types of things like that that we're still examining. Uh, we haven't made recommendations on those yet to the director. Different types of cameras, uh, a lot of different career interactions with offenders out in the community. So whether there are different types of tracking devices for phones, for offenders, we've had a lot of different vendor sources that we've looked at in that area as well. So uh, you mentioned some, you know, some pretty cool things that, that are that are new and innovative, you know, that are, haven't been in corrections, or at least in our system before. When, when someone has an idea, um, what are the kind of 
scales that you're looking to to vet those things at? I mean, one obviously, I'm assuming we're not just approving everything because it's cool. I mean, assume it has to it has to have promote efficiency and some other metrics that you. What are the kind of things that you're looking at uh, that makes it a good idea, not just something that's kind of looks cool or sounds cool? Well, we're looking for stuff that simplifies tasks. Uh, we're looking for stuff that improves operations. We're looking for stuff that you know prepares offenders for long-term success. Uh, we're looking for stuff that helps staff improve their success, and, and of course, anything that helps us cut you know cut costs. That's that's always beneficial. Uh, or time, any imp efficiency improvers, those kinds of things. So those are the key things we're looking for. It, it really comes down to um, you know what 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 can we do to do a better job, basically. One of the things that's really important for a lot of stuff that we're looking at right now is the need for Wi-Fi in the facilities. So that's a challenge for a lot of different types of technology. But we know that in this year's appropriation, we did receive um, a budget line for Wi-Fi installation in the facilities. And that's going to require the for us to go back and look at maybe some pieces of technology that we considered before, but we couldn't do it because we don't have Wi-Fi capability inside the facilities. So there'll be some of that that we can go back and look at. As far as the, you know, we talk about the iris scanners and those kinds of things. While they are really cool, we are going back to look at how does it fit in our overall long-term roadmap for technology for the department. So that's one of the things that we keep trying to, as a group, go back and refocus on. And that roadmap has been really challenging to build. Uh, we're currently involved in a, an LPI process where they're helping us map out what that's going to look like so that we can better define that when new requests come in. It'll certainly, when the roadmap is completed, it'll be endorsed and signed by, you know, the director and the rest of our executive leadership. And that's going to help us identify projects that we want to take on and ones that we might look at and say, this doesn't really fit in the department's uh, long-term technology roadmap. So if uh, Greg kind of mentioned this a, a little earlier, but if someone wants to share something with the tech team that they've seen, maybe they go to a conference and they've seen something pretty cool or they read something in, you know, corrections forum or some magazine or they or they have their own idea uh, up for something. How do they get that information to the, the tech team? We've got a mailbox, mdoc-tech, T-E-C-H, connect, uh, all as one word, uh, at michigan.gov. Um, so it pops up in Outlook, and uh, they can uh, send whatever attachments they've got and, and whatever information they've got. Hopefully, they've got some brochures or or some contact information, you know, any, anything that, that they can provide that'll help us, you know, pursue it. I think that's helpful because I'm sure, you know, there, there's a, we, we have thousands of people out there uh, that work for us who have, you know, great ideas and who have heard of things that, you know, that we've never heard of before. So I think that that avenue for them to be able, you know, to send in some ideas or some information is very helpful. So, you know, I would urge everybody if they have tech ideas or have heard of things that they think would make us more efficient or make us run operationally better to send those ideas in for sure. So real quick, can you guys talk about the makeup of the team? Like who's on the team? I don't I don't need to know members, but is it is it, is it a cross section of everybody, every administration, or is it just tech people or what's the makeup of the team? It is a cross section. Uh, Julie and I are actually co-leads. Um, it, it, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on, so we needed uh, need, it took two of us to handle the load. We have uh, physical plant uh, facility management uh, folks. We've got both uh, at the local level and at the, the central uh, administrative level. Um, we've got um, education involved. We've got uh, principal and teacher involved. 
that healthcare, both uh, local and again central office uh, or central administration kind of folks, inspector and investigators. Um, we've got uh, an assistant deputy warden and a couple wardens on the team. Training division is is represented. FOA is represented. Um, we've got a, a couple different layers of FOA represented. We've got uh, data security and, and privacy officer involved too. So oh, yeah. really not necessarily tech people. We don't have anybody from DTMB. I, I've got a tech background, so I, I cover some stuff. But generally speaking, we're looking at ideas. And, and from that perspective, then we're also looking at what are the things that kind of fit around the idea? Like if you're going to, um, let's say the body scanners. Body scanners was an in interesting example. One of the things that wasn't recognized with the body scanners was that we needed to connect those to computers. And then we needed to connect those computers actually to each other or to the network. And all of that required storage on the network. And we had to work with DTMB to get all that squared away. But what wasn't recognized was, well, if you're going to do these scanners, now you need these servers and you need, you know, these computers and those will have to be replaced over time. And, you know, how long do you hang on to those images and the data that's collected associated with those? Because you can't give people infinite number of x-rays in a year. You've got to pay attention to how much dosage they're getting so that you keep them safe. So there's there's issues to pay attention to there. So it's it's not just this is a great idea it's well what's this idea going to cost what's the what's the implementation impact some of the policy issues that might be associated with it you know what's what's the whole ball of wax not just the the kernel of the idea basically yeah you know it, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that you know there's there's many 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 staff on this uh, well i said many many but many different <laughs> um, areas represented on on your team which I, which I think is, is very helpful. And I know, you know, FOA in particular has an agent and a supervisor on. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's staff from all areas. It's not just administrators on the tech team, right? So that's, right. A, I, th I think that's a, that's a good representation too. Well, I, I don't know, did we miss anything guys? What else, what else, what else do we, what else did we miss anything? Well, one thing that I think is interesting that we do too, is that we work to support other Epic teams. Cause you know, there's a lot of different, uh, groups that are working to come up with new processes to improve uh, overall functions and workflows for the department. What we do is we support them in their technology recommendations. So we're trying to prevent uh, duplication. So if they come up with some technology piece that they're recommending to the director via their EPIC team, that comes basically through our team and we vet it and then we support them in making that overall recommendation. So we're we kind of got our, our hands in uh, a whole lot of different types of projects that are going on. Yeah, but it sounds like you're supporting a lot of different projects going on, which is yeah. super helpful to other groups, you know, to take some of that and kind of vet it out for them and be supportive in a, in a, in a kind of a, in a foundational aspect. So. Yeah, I, I appreciate both of you coming on today and talking about the team because I'm sure there's a, there's lots of people out there who don't even know this is this this is happening or it exists, right? And they have ideas and they have lots of ideas. So, you know, you talked about the survey that was sent out. You talked about uh, a mailbox that people can send ideas to. So you are you are reaching out to the staff to get their ideas too, which is I, I think wonderful. So thank you both for coming on Field Days, talking about the tech team, and thanks you know for. Your, your other job that you do for us. It's really, really appreciated. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Chris, I, you know, I, I, uh, 
I found that very useful. I, I knew the tech team existed, but I guess I didn't know the details of what went into the tech team and that, you know, they're, they're kind of vetting out ideas and new technologies, you know, for the director's approval. And it's, it's not, I guess, not a typical Epic team that you hear, you know, reports out to the director um, during a meeting. This is a kind of an ongoing team, you know, that's going to be here for a long, long, long time, um, vetting out and, and kind of coming up with ideas, how to improve our technology and then sending those to the director. So, um, I actually did learn a lot. What, what about you? No, I thought it was good. And I think what Jeff said at the end is, is important too, that, um, you know, we may have an idea for something that is, we think is a really good idea or might be more, you know, very efficient, but then part of this team and why they have, uh, you know, other people like DTMB that, that, you know, hear some of what they're wanting to do. They may not realize that, okay, if we put in this new piece of technology, there's all this backend support that has to go into it. And how much does that cost ongoing and how much does it cost to store the things? And so I, I just want people to be discouraged if they have a great idea and it maybe it takes a while or, you know, it doesn't happen right away or, or not at all because there's a whole lot of other stuff that has to happen. Just it's not just buying uh, a scanner or such as buying up one piece of tech. There's a whole lot of support that goes behind it. So, but it's good that we want to, we have this team because it shows that we're on the cutting edge and we're continuing to want to lead the, the nation in corrections and be, you know, as efficient as possible in what we do. So that's a great team to have. Yeah, no, that's, that's a very good point as far as, you know, your, your ideas may take some time if, if, you know, if they get implemented um, or you're not at all based on, you know, the circumstance around what, what is happening with technology and, and, and state government um, limitations. So very good point. Hey, did you uh, take the survey yet? I, I did, yet again. Yes, I am. So is, that, is that your like your fourth fourth time taking it? Is that? And that uh, and now at this point that people are hearing this, uh, it's, it's over. Dude, it does no good because they have uh, that the survey period has ended unless it's extended, which I don't haven't heard that it's going to be. Yeah, but I I promised that I would ask that every week now for. Yes, uh, I appreciate I, that. I <laughs> if we do it next week, it's going to be a little weird, but yeah, it will I'll, I'll let it go this time. I'll let it go this time. Well, I'll tell you what's not weird, Chris, and that is our staff shout outs you know staff send in you know just cool things that are happening around the area either with coworkers or in their life or they just want to give kudos to a boss or a friend a coworker. so this is this is to me this is the fun part about the podcast is you know people send these in to ask mdoc at michigan.gov if you want to do that but uh you know people send these in all the time and i have another one and this is uh this is really cool because this kind of fits where where I come from in this, uh, I, I I love this. And so Trisha Dansbury, who is a supervisor down in the Metro territory in the Greenfield Greenfield Probation Office, but uh, Trisha's awesome. She sends in this shout out to her, one of her agents and it's Sharon, Sharon Reif. And what Sharon does on a weekly basis is fun, awesome. And I think just talks to human connection, right? I mean, <laughs> this this is great. So she sends an email out every week to all of the staff in her office. And it's it's what she calls a motivational message. And I think that's really cool. She, you know, every week she puts like a motivational saying in an email to her to her coworkers. And I mean, what a great, what a great way. You know, we talked about, you know, positivity and how it's contagious and good energy is contagious, as is negative energy, right, Chris? So you got to stop being so negative all the time. But this this just speaks to just giving out good energy, right? Just sending positive messages because that that is contagious and it's hard to, <laughs> you know, it's hard to be negative when you get a message like this every week from one of your coworkers that's you know that just is motivational, and inspiring. So it's really really cool, and I appreciate Agent Rife for for doing this, and I hope she continues to do it. And thank you to you know Trisha Dansbury for 
making people aware of this, right? They, they could live in this bubble in, in, you know, in the metro in Detroit area, but she chose to share this. And I think this is great. So if other people are listening to this, you know, and maybe they get some ideas to, to do the same around their areas. Absolutely. That's again, that goes back to why we started this podcast to begin with, or why you and Noah and Ward Nagy started this podcast was to share ideas from around the state, around the department, because there are people doing things in, in metro territory that maybe some an agent or an office in the UP or somewhere else in, in the state wouldn't ever get to meet that individual or have any way of knowing that they're doing that. So thank you for that shout out uh, for, for those who sent, sent that in and for, and for the agent that's doing that. And because this is the this is the kind of idea that can grow and maybe we'll start seeing hearing about this happening in other offices. So that's really awesome. Yes, it is. Sharon Rife, kudos to you and keep doing what you're doing because it's uh it's really, really cool. So that's that's all I have, Chris. I don't know if you have anything else. That should do it for me. Okay. Well, then make sure you stay tuned next week to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays.